Check, check. Is this thing on? <laughs> of course it's on. Because I just hit the record button and it's working. Levels are on. Levels are going. Hey, this is Soul Cruiser, a.k.a. Clay Low. And I want to do something a little bit different with this particular podcast. And this podcast has been going when I look at how many episodes I've done, it's been going for a while. And it's been my longest standing podcast when I really kind of got into audio. And I was using it more as a um, a way of blogging, audio blogging, is the best way that I was using it. Um, and so most of the posts are probably under 10 minutes. Some are even, you know, a minute and a half or less. So I've just kind of used it as a way to capture some audio and get it out on the net as opposed to maybe writing something or making a video. And I always like the idea of, of social audio in that way. But what I'm proposing to do with the Soul Cruiser podcast. Well, it's a couple of things that's happened, actually. Um, if I go back in its history from when it started, uh, it started on what was back in the day called Audio Boo. Very happening audio, social audio community. And lots of people were there. In fact, I have lots of friends who I've never met in real life who are I've known since um, the original audio boo days. I'm just trying to find here, when did I actually, when was my first post? And I've changed hosts just recently. Um, but I think, well, I know it's on Spotify. Uh, I just want to see when did I start going from how audio boom bringing um, the post over from that. And I'm going to leave my window open so you may be hearing some traffic because uh, it gets warm in my swamp here. I'm in the swamp. It got that name from my kids who um, likened me to Shrek. That was an ogre. In fact, they even made a plaque for me to hang out on my door called the clay swamp. <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in clay's swamp, my swamp. And it can get kind of hot and stuffy in my little swamp. Um, well, this is saying, I'm looking on Spotify now. It's saying October 19th, 2010 was my first audio post of 13 seconds. And it was titled, I Think I'm Crazy. <laughs> and I can see that I didn't spend a lot of time on these. I think back when Audio Boost started, the free version, I was have a short time limit because I'm looking at these. And they're already short. First one was like 13 seconds. The second one was 28 seconds. It was called Networking. Yeah, right. And then another one, 22 seconds. Run, run, run. 29 seconds for the next one, Inspired. That looks like I was out in Deepdale hiking, 12 seconds. Um, so, yeah, I think that was my um, 
audio blogging, basically, or audio journal. I think I've used it on and off at. But so where I'm wanting to go with it now is to go more long form with it. Because there's some other platforms. There's some other platforms. A newest one, the newest one I've just joined called Swellcast. If you're not on it, join it. Swellcast. Uh, is it swellcast.com? Anyway, just Google Swellcast. Sign up for it. Find me there. Soku's are there. Where I'm Soku's are everywhere. So, um, but I'm going to use that for the social audio because it's 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 replicating the. And I know I'm going to be throwing out a bunch of apps and tech stuff, but I've just been in this game for so long that that's only going to be natural, I guess. Um, Swellcast reminds me of the old Anchor FM version one. When Anchor first came out, it was a brilliant social audio tool. Um, But then, you know, everybody's got to make money, right? So once they got their audience really picked up and saturated, got some more funding, they turned it into a podcasting platform, which is fine. It's good. Hey, you know, if I could do something like that, I'd be in it. I'd be in the game, man. <laughs> uh, but I think it just, you know, for all of us that were into social audio, um, we all kind of fled from there once it went mainstream podcasting app, basically. Um, and we all fled from, we've been fl- fl- fleeing from lots of places. We, we were on audio boo, which then turned to audio boom. Uh, and that was kind of audio uh, boo's um, march towards becoming a podcasting platform too. It seems to be the trend. So they started out social audio, get lots of people using the platform. You know, they had a free version, lots of people on it. Then podcasting, of course, trending, getting uh, more in the gig. And then they flipped the switch, audio boom, and uh, charged more. And people just started fleeing all us social audio types. Fleed again, looking for a place to hang out. And it wasn't a place to hang out for a while because there was SoundCloud. But that's, you know, kind of more towards um, musicians, although lots of podcasts are hosted there. Um, had a different kind of crowd that was hanging out on SoundCloud. So that was never really a social audio um, platform. And so, yeah. And then the, the latest one I was on was uh, Lemur, I think it was. Um, but, yeah, I'm at Swellcast for that. So where am I going with that? Yeah, Swellcast from a social audio bit. You can join me over there. Um, Twitter, might as well get all that sort of stuff out. Twitter's probably the best place to hit me up, at Soul Cruiser on Twitter, because I use that p- truly, purely like a like it's meant to be as a micro-blogging platform. And so everything I filter through to that in terms of where I'm at and other things I'm doing um, on the net inevitably filters its way through to Twitter. So you can always find me there, no matter what's going on. I'm on the old Twitter. I love me some Twitter, man. <laughs> it gets a bad rap, and I know it's getting even better rap with, you know, all the other politics and bots and all this kind of nonsense on there. But, you know, hey, that's all depending on who you follow, right, and your intent for using the platform in the first place. So back to this. 
back to what this thing is going to be. Um, I'm renaming it or playing with the name. I think I renamed it now to Soul Cruiser Diaries because um, I wanted to go long form with it. And I had thought I might make a podcast episode on here, you know, twice a week or three times a week. But, you know, I do have this habit of being overambitious. <laughs> I got to work, don't I? Like, you know, work and earn money stuff. Um, and I've got two other podcasts. I've got the Wisdom Experience podcast, which I do with my good friend uh, Naomi. And that comes out on the Tuesday, actually. And um, so I've got that episode coming out, and um, I'm doing a going to be getting back into doing the live radio show, music oriented show, uh, broadcasting through Mixcloud, which the intent is to do that on a Thursday. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say that trying to get this podcast out more than once a week would be overambitious. So I'm going to start start reasonable. Start with a, a once a week gig for now. We'll see where it goes. If you guys listen, if we get some interaction, if we get some stuff going, uh, I'll do more. If not, it'll be the once a week. Even if I'm just talking to myself as a way to document. So when, I, you know, when the zombie apocalypse, well, I'm going to say zombie apocalypse. It's when this pandemic wipes us all out. And, you know, most of us, and only the ones that were able to have their little underground shelter somewhere or some island where they isolate it, and they come and they find the ruins and rubbles of the internet. And somewhere in there, the chronicles, the diaries of Soul Cruiser will surface, and they'll go, oh. This was life in the 21st century. They had this thing called podcasts, and here's a podcaster. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so even if it's just for that, um, that'll be good enough for me. <laughs> and where am I housing this at? So this is the thing. It's Because podcasting is, um, is trending, there's so many venues or apps, companies to host your podcast through. I mean, I've been on loads of them. I've been on Lipson in the past. I've been on Spreaker. I've been on uh, Buzzsprout. I've been on SoundCloud, as I said, and I've been on Audio Boom. Um, I'm now... I moved everything to Transistor FM just because I like the ethos of the two founders and I like the fact that you can have multiple podcasts but only charge you you know, just one price, but you can have multiple podcasts um, in there because they go by all-time all downloads, I think is what they go by. So when you reach you know, X thousands of downloads, then the price would uh, jump up. Um, so I'm kind of there with them. Because they're new, they don't have a lot of integrations necessarily with other platforms um, where some of the big guys like Libsyn, you know, they've been around forever. 
So their integrations are hotter, as it were. But anyway, that's the host. Um, the show is going to live on probably two places, really. Because um, I've got the old radio workshop, internet radio, because I just love audio. I've been doing that forever. Um, but it was that was a community site built around internet radio and, and streaming live music and covering gigs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that community is is uh, died out, or it's on hiatus, or it's on something. The site still sit, exists, but the community is not there anymore. Um, and I wanted to go all in on the audio bit. I didn't want to read, because there's a lot of content there, and I didn't want to kind of build in that space. So I created a sister site, radioworks.com, uh, and making it focused on independently produced podcasts. So it's a podcasting network, basically. And so this, Soul Cooza Diaries, will be a part of that podcasting network. But it'll also have its own home, might as well, right, on soulcruiser.com. My longest-running blog space, website space, because I've been in this game for a long time. Um, so it'll live there. It'll live in that place. But anyway, if you're on to, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll you will not miss an episode. Of course, you can subscribe. It's been it's been on iTunes um, as I said since 2010. And if I'm counting the pure number of episodes that I've done, as I said, I think this is this is, and I'm counting this as. Uh, this will be episode 294. But it has a new name now. It's called Soul Cruiser now, but it'll be renamed, rebranded now with this long form bit as the Soul Cruiser Diaries. And I'll use the Swellcast to continue doing the social audio. And of course, now Twitter has um, the audio function. Doesn't it? So you can do, you can make an audio post on Twitter. So for my little short audio, short audios like that, that'll be the place to that I'll do those things. But yeah, as I say, hook up on Twitter. You can follow everything from there, and you'll be good to go. Uh, so, and why did I want to do this? Why did I want to do a long form podcast? That's essentially me monologuing, you know, monologuing, thinking that someone would actually want to listen to me for more than three minutes. Yeah, okay. But because I just said I've been blogging forever, I see this as my way of blogging, but in audio form, because I like talking. I like the old talking bit. The writing sometimes is just sitting down to crank out some words, type on the keyboard, blah. Whereas here I can make my outline and I can rift, man. So stream of consciousness, just so you know that. This will be a stream of consciousness podcast where I will let stuff out of my head 
that's been trapped in there, banging around and wants a way out in some way. But stream of consciousness, observational. Um, I'm not much for a ranter, but of course the odd ranter too, I'm sure, will find its way in there. So no, no avoiding that. It's bound to happen. Definitely bound to happen. And it's interesting because, um, well, I started listening to Jenny Kirkman and she does this monologue style blog. And I've listened to some other stream of consciousness ones. And my good friend, uh, Daniel Tyson, is available podcast. Uh, he's been going forever as well, 200 and some odd episodes or maybe more. Um, but he's a big monologuer type comedian, funny guy. And I won't say that, it, you know, I'm considering myself a comedian here, but I won't shy away from the humor. No jokes. Humor's fine. So, yeah, we'll see where it kind of takes itself and I I mean I will have a loose outline I'm sure of topics to talk about Um, but where it goes man when we hit record is anybody's guess where it's gonna go Um, yeah I think some episodes would be more focused than others some might just be complete and there's this the chair squeak I gotta get this thing Change. I mean, I do a lot of flipping audio and podcasting, and I bought this big um, gym ball, which I was going to replace the chair with the gym ball, which is quite nice to sit on because you can, it's nice and soft on the butt. It can bounce. Um, but the angle of it makes my hip hurt for some reason. Well, I know for what reason, because my body's all broken. Um, which I guess just age, because I did just turn 52 last Friday. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling, man, I am feeling the wear and the tear on the body. So what's broken? I got lots of broken pieces. I got a, a knee, which I've done a lot to get better. My left knee's all broken down. <laughs> But it's getting better, but it's no, it's not strong at all. I can feel it when I'm dancing around or considering myself dancing around. It ain't that happy. Um, I dislocated my pointer finger on my left hand. So this is crazy, right? So pandemic happens, and we'll talk a little bit more about the pandemic in a second. Um, and I've been eyeing up e-bikes. Tail in the last year, I thought, ah, I want to get an e-bike. I can get around. There's no need. Why, why am I driving around in the car? Especially because I spend most of the time, you know, just going back and forth to Livington, which is only 12 miles away. Um, and I'm driving into that. And I could cycle it with a normal cycle. But, you know, if you're going into work and stuff like that, um, you get on the other end, and you're all sweaty and and all that kind of stuff. That was my excuse for not just riding the old 
manual biking. So I thought, well, if I get one of these e-bikes with the pedal assist and be in pedal assist mode, um, then I can get there without having to break a sweat, save the environment, um, and all that. So it's tail end of last year, start looking into e-bikes. And I didn't get one because um, by the time I was having a thought, as you know, here in the UK, as we're experiencing right now, you know, you get into August and, you know, weather's starting to change. And it must have been like probably September, October when I thought about doing it. Um, and so I thought, well, it's no point getting it now because winter was going to hit. So it waits until this year, 2020. Um, and I hadn't thought about it until, well, March when we went into lockdown. Um, and I thought, oh, maybe because I wasn't driving because we weren't, you know, couldn't go anywhere. Right. Uh, and then, but we were able to, you know, go out and have our little exercise uh, and I wanted to extend my range and get out. So anyway, um, I decided in to just into probably, a, probably the, in the first, after the first month of lockdown, I uh, went ahead and ordered an e-bike. Ordered one from China. It's quite nice. Um, Guana. Guana. Anyway, if you go on, I got it from Amazon. But through China via Poland, um, it's a it's got um, four inch, so it's twenty six inch with a four inch fat tire thing. So it looks like a motorcycle when you're out there. It's a big badass looking thing, um, thousand watt motor on it. Normal twenty one gears on the bike itself, and then it's got five gears in terms of the pedal assist. You got five levels of pedal assist. And basically what pedal assist is just as it sounds, you put it in that mode and you're doing the pedaling and the bike's doing some of it. So I usually hang out pedal assist one, which then the bike's doing 20% of the work. When you get up to the fifth level of pedal assist, then the bike would be doing 80% of the work. So you know, anywhere in between there. But I generally stay in pedal assist number one. Um, you can go full electric, but it's a lot slower, and it wears the battery out a lot faster. But in theory, there is a throttle, and you could go all electric. Only time I use that is starting off um, from a stop. You know, when I'm at a traffic light or something, I'll use that to get myself going because you got to start the pedaling the bike for the electrics to kick in that way so i'll just give it a little bit of oomph with the twist of the throttle off the line and then pedaling but i do find myself going into pedal assist three when i'm in town man when i go into limington because cars man uh lots of people just don't dig on the cyclists and it's scary on the roads so i'll go into pedal assist three and four so I can get some speed and get the heck out of the way, man, because these guys are, they're not kind at all when you get into into the big town. Um, so that's generally the only time I'll use that. I can get about 30 miles to a charge on this e-bike, which is, you know, a decent commuter bike. So going into Limington, as I did the other day, because I wanted to go see people, go to a coffee shop, that kind of thing, easy enough, jump on it, 
takes me half an hour. I'm in, no sweat. Um, it's nice. Yeah, thirty, get 30 miles out of the thing on a on a on a single charge. Yeah, the battery depends on. I mean, you can go if you're lighter. If you're not a heavy dog like me, uh, you could probably go further because they give a bigger range. They give a big range on the on its spec, but the range is going to be dependent on how many hills you do and the weight of the rider, of course. And you know, me being a big dude, um, the bike is working hard, and the bike itself is heavy as heck. <laughs> you know, for a bike, it's like you know, 25, 30 kilo bike. So it's a lot of weight. Um, so yeah, anyway, I can get 30, 30 miles on a single charge, which ain't bad. It's an easy commuter bike. Uh, and the thing is so fun, man. And I really, really do just like getting on it and going riding, just cruising along, just cruising out on roads I've never been on, these little country lanes and stuff I've never been on. And it's fun to get on and ride. I've done, did I just crack? I think I just cracked 300 miles on it now. Um, So getting it well broken in. Um, Although I have to say, I haven't had a chance to ride it a lot in the last couple of weeks because the flipping weather here, man. It's been raining. Lots. Whereas prior to our moving from summer straight into winter. You know, I was out on it every day, if not in the morning and in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to have to winter up now, I think, get my winter glovey riding gloves and uh, start wearing a wind jacket because it's getting colder. And it's, um, it's advertisers being able to go into snow and mountains and sand and all that kind of stuff, and you can ride it in the rain. So don't necessarily have an excuse for not riding in the rain, but, you know, it ain't no fun. If you're commuting, that's one thing because you can't avoid it, but if you're just out riding for pleasure, what's the point? Um, yeah, unless you're out mountain biking, I guess, and you want to get really muddy and slip and slide all over the place, but, yeah. I don't think my slipping and sliding in the mud days are done. <laughs> They're done. Um, so, yeah, where was I at? I think I was telling you about my dislocated finger. It happened from the e-bike. And I just saw, this was just a few weeks ago, that old Simon Cow out in his California mansion uh, heard his back testing out his new e-bike. I just dislocated my finger. He had to, I believe he was... Um, had to go to the hospital, have a little bit of surgery on his back from his accident on his e-bike that he had in his drive, testing it out. Anyway, my very I put the thing together. So it comes, um, it comes pre, you know, kind of semi-assembled, but you do have some assembly. I got the wheels on it. You got you've got some work to do to get it together, and they got most of the hard stuff done, the gears and all that jazz. Um, but I just finished putting the thing together, taking it out on its inaugural ride. Um, first thing that was a shock is I hadn't counted on that when you start the pedal and the motor kicking in, how 
facet propels you. So that was interesting. But it wasn't that that did me in. It was, um, I was just on a, one of the country lanes and I just wasn't paying attention. I was looking at something. I, I, was, I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. And I ended up in the ditch, tumbled over, looked at my hand, finger at 90 degree angle. And I was like, damn. Um, and I didn't take a picture of it. I usually always take a picture of everything. <laughs> but that, because it was so freaky to see my finger at a 90 degree angle, that my first instinct was pull it, put it back into place, which I did. And I carried on riding. And I still haven't gone to the docks for it, which I should do because it still ain't completely healed. And it's, I mean, it's not, I mean, a lot of this, it was a lot swollen, more swollen than it was, but at the joint, it's still, I can't straighten that puppy out. Um, yeah, so, I mean, literally, I've probably only been on the Dagburn thing for like less than 10 minutes. It was only, yeah, it was only, you know, several minutes into the ride when I did this. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's another piece that's broken, the finger. And then, of course, um, on that same hand, what it is with my left side, because my left knee is now my pointer finger on my left hand, uh, and that is the hand that I also, the wrist that I broke, and so, yeah, that that side is, you know what, if, you know, yeah, I'm going to be hurting when I get old, old, even older with that hand. The wrist is doesn't straighten out from the, when I broke it. And the fingers doesn't look like it's ever going to go back to opening up straight again. Hmm. Oh, and also, now I'm looking at this. On that hand, left hand, again, um, where I almost got my veins all sliced up. I was remember I was playing in our living room as a kid, um, and we had these you know, nice, soft couches, but they had these mirrored ends uh, on the arms. Um it was like it was like mirrored ends, but it's like a metal, metallic mirror-ish thing. And I was down on the ground, resting around, playing around, and then I stood up, but it my wrist got caught on the edge of this uh metal mirror thing, sliced me right on open. And I remember going and finding my mom and her freaking out because I came to her holding my wrist and all this blood just squirting out all over the place. And she freaked all out. Um, but those wounds are still visible on my left arm. It's the left side, the left side of the body. It's crazy. Now, now I'm just trying to remember which toe did I break. Well, I have broken both of my little toes. can't remember which big toe I broke, whether it was the right or the left. Chances are it's probably the left, <laughs> all things considered. I remember that. I broke those, I broke my toes, the two little toes and the big toe um, from my judo days, and which is, you know, just the toes just get eaten up on the mat, getting trapped behind you and all that kind of jazz. 
But I do remember, I used to get these like staph infection things. I don't know if you ever had one of those, where they, it starts off as it looks like a mosquito bite, but then the pus gets trapped in it and then it can't get out and it gets really big until eventually it gets so tight that the skin just bursts and then all this pus and stuff comes out. But sometimes it can be, it depends on where they spring up, can be really, really painful. And um, you got to go to the hospital and they'll slice it and drain it. And that, and that's what happened to me one time. I went because um, one of the toes had gotten it and I just couldn't walk. So I stopped in the army hospital i think it was in virginia in fact i was just driving from new jersey to georgia um but this was so so painful that i stopped the nearest army base somewhere in maryland i think um somewhere in that space virginia maryland wherever i stopped onto a base and went to the docks and so I always hated the military hospitals because I never had never had good experiences with these guys. Um, on this occasion, I go in. I already know that it's one of these staph infections. Tell them that because I've had a few of them in different parts of the body. Um, but they did an x-ray anyway. Um, and then the doc comes in and he's like, you ain't going nowhere. Just might as well get comfortable because um, you got some funky bone disease thingy that we need to operate on, like lickety split. <laughs> and like, what? And then he goes to get an, another one of his colleagues to come in and have a look. And they're sitting there and they're talking. And finally, the one doctor, the second doctor that came in, he's like, what toe are you looking at? <laughs> And because it, it was my big toe that was the problem, but this guy was looking at my little toe, and that was because I, you know, it's been broken, and it's just grown back. However, with all the junk in it or whatever, so he thought there was some bone marrow thing going on that was messed up, um, and so I avoided disaster. Luckily, the second guy was on the ball because this first one was just one to commit me and start doing all kinds of stuff to me. Speaking of that, my other, why I don't like them, I had um, got food poisoning one time. Again, go in, and it was so bad. I think it was it was at West Point at this point in time, and we must have had some, a bad water buffalo because we were all sick. There was so many people sick that there was no hospital bed. So people, the hospital was full. I just had a cut on the floor. Um, and the nurse came by, put an IV in my arm, uh, and went away. And I was sleeping, and another nurse came by, uh, and I had covered, uh, I pulled my blanket over me. She's like, oh, you can't have a blanket over the IV. We need to see it. So when she pulled the blanket back, my whole forearm was filling up with this liquid because this person didn't put it into the vein. And so I looked like Popeye. At this point, this nurse is starting to freak out. And it's like, because oh, my arm was huge. And, <laughs> I mean, literally, I looked like Popeye. Because how much liquid had gone in. Um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, I can keep, I can go on and on about my non-good experience. 
experiences in army hospitals. Ugh. Hey, man. Another thing about this time now, I just started recording this probably 7-ish, 30-ish. And now it's only 2018 and it's getting dark. I'm sat here now. I'm feeling all um, Chris in the morning on is it Northern Exposure. Yeah, I sat in my little dimly lit studio talking to you guys. I might do one. I might do some of these live, you know. I have the technology to do these live. And that way, you know, we could actually get in a open sort of dialogue. If I did these live and you guys are willing to come on while I'm doing it live and then we could talk, you could ask questions. And I can rift that way. That might be an idea. If you do get around to listening to this and you made it this far into it and you think, yeah, okay, I know Clay. I can hang out. Listen to what the heck he's stream of consciousnessing about. But you want to do it in a live space and you would listen to it live, let me know. Um, yeah, then we could get into dialogue. I like that. Because, you, know, you know, really, one of the things that I definitely know and have come to 100% realize about myself in this pandemic is I am 100% at my best when I am rifting off other people and bouncing the other energy that bounces between two people, multiple people. I need that at my best. I'm good-ish on my own. Um, If I'm on my own too long, then... It's just deteriorate. I just need that spark of another individual. Um, and then it's like, whew, then I'm on fire. And I really came home this week, actually. I was, started a week was just kind of like, uh Back in the swamp, by myself, in the house, because everybody else is out. Um, and then on the Tuesday, I was having to go in to do some stuff with the people in real life. I was like, oh, with some training stuff. But just that spark of getting ready to go and be with people and performing in that way and their energy. And then when I was there with them, it's like, ah, then I'm just alive. So, yes, that I'm definitely 100% need that spark of other people. This whole, you know, I want to sort of introvert or extrovert. I mean, I always come out on these personality tests, always, always high extroversion. So this should not be any secret to me because on every one of them I've taken, I've taken them all, Myers-Briggs, Insights, Clarity 4D, Lumina, Big Five, tons of these things and come out always like extremely like I off the charts extroversion but I'm also highly have high introverted tendencies like I love 
books and I love having time to my alone to be with my books. And so on a hand, this pandemic's been great in my little space here. It's more time with my books and the like. But when it comes to work, I need that collaborative spirit, that energy of bouncing off of another person and our ideas and and I can just go. I can just and 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 I was I think I was saying to my friend Kathy that I don't know if it's if maybe it's just the praise monkey in me. My praise monkey is starving now. Like with other people, I can do things with the my praise monkey is like if I do this to a high degree, then I get some feedback from him and you know, and then yeah, my praise monkey digs that. But when you're sitting in this box all by yourself, it doesn't get fed. He's dying. And when he's dying, I'm dying. Um so yeah, so it's yeah. I like I like the idea in this whole pandemic thing of not having to commute into anywhere. Because I mean, nine times in the ten, the kind of work that I do, unless I'm stand up delivery from designing, then you know, you're just going in and you sat and I'm in front of a computer anyway. So not having to commute and being able to do that kind of design work here, but also with all the sort of zooming and virtual classrooms and all that jazz, I can deliver my training right via computer. I can do my coaching thing via uh, the computer. So I don't have to commute, which is cool. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, just having the energy of other folks is uh, much better. Much better for me. So my extra, this introverted, it's been an introverted world now. The tables have flipped, right? So you see all these books and websites and everything's about the introvert, an introvert in an extroverted world and how to be an introvert, how to thrive as an introvert, all that jazz, everybody's. And I get it. Because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, in corporate, uh, the extroverts seem to get all the attention because they're making all the noise. So they, because they make a lot of noise, it seems like they know what's going on, that they're team players and all that. So introverts do get a bad rap um, in that sense. But now the tables are flipped, at least in terms of, you know, staying sane, the mental health bits that, people with high extroverted tendencies struggling. If there's no people in your house, you know, like now, now that furlough and all that stuff is done, lockdown's done, so it's just me here. Um, It's brutal. It's brutal, man. I mean, I got the cats, but they're not very interactive. I mean, they got people walking past the window but just not the same. So I did go out um, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I cycled into uh, Limington with the intent to maybe bring back some of the old normal, you know, where when I'm not client-facing, going to the cafe 
and working from there. So I cycled into Limited on my e-bike, yay. Uh, but when I got there, I didn't feel inspired to want to go hang out in the cafe. I don't know, just people in mask and all that stuff. It, yeah, so I bailed on the go work from the coffee shop thing. Hmm. And the summer's deserting us. So I was thinking I could find somewhere where I can go outdoor, sit on the bench somewhere with coffee, but the sun has kind of bailed on us. Summer's kind of bailed on us now here in the UK. It may return. It sometimes returns for a little cameo in September. If it does that, then to figure a way of getting out and kind of recreating rest of the cafe vibe. Because, yeah, working in, being in this box, whoa, in the swamp. Um, it's hard work, man. <laughs> hard work if you're an extroverted character with a very hungry praise monkey who wants to be fed all the time. Yeah. Just looking at my list with some, some more stuff. Oh, yeah, talk, talk about the pandemic in general I wanted to talk about. That was on my list. And just the fact that this, you know, 2020, and the fact that the world is, in the, the world is, is such an insane place right now, from the politics to the pandemics to the cancel culture to the, I, I, I was I was trying to figure out the other day. I couldn't figure out whether I was coming, going, if I was still in a pandemic or just so confusing. Well, on the one hand, the pandemic itself hasn't gone anywhere, as in the virus is still out there. COVID is still doing its thing. Um, but whereas there was the big push in March and locking us down for four months, you know, stay in your house. Now it's like, get the hell out of your house. Eat out to help out. Get back out in the economy. You know, it's pushing, even though the flipping COVID thing ain't gone, get out there. And we're wearing a mask. I don't know where you might fall on the mask thing. I don't mind the mask. I know people are crazy about the whole mask thing and don't want to wear it, but to me, I just kind of think, well, you know, there are people that say, oh, yeah, it's violating your freedoms and all that kind of jazz. And I think, well, you know, it's the law to wear clothes out in public. And you don't protest that. You're not running around naked because you don't want to wear clothes because, you know, the government says you got to wear clothes. So, you know, wear the mask. It doesn't. And get a cool one. Then, it, you know, it looks cool when you. Like, I like mine. I look like Bane, so I dig it. It's like being a Halloween, you know? I can dress up. Look like Bane. Darkness. You think darkness is your ally? <laughs> I was born in it. I didn't see the light of day until I was a man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that guy. Um, I'm sat in darkness now. I almost feel like pausing and going to get a beer, but... Because I'm getting thirsty doing all this talking. I don't think I've ever done a podcast of this length. Looking at this now. 
wow, what will be interesting for me is what you think, really. I know it's just the first one, and I'm just finding my feet here, and you know, things will get who knows where things are going to go because it's just whatever's happening. What's going on in my mind, stream of consciousness while is what's going to come out. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, but I love to, you know, hear your thoughts on Twitter or whatever. Well, Twitter, I'm going to say whatever, Twitter. I am on Instagram too, Soul Cruiser. So you, you can't hit me up there if you're not a Twitter fan. Um, I was thinking about, you know, yeah, Twitter or WhatsApp me would be the place to converse, man. WhatsApp me if you're not interested in the public gig. Um, or you can always DM me, can't you, on stuff like Twitter or Facebook Messenger I'm on or WhatsApp. So wherever you want to communicate, it's fine. Or email, who cares? Email is good. I like email. Or just comment on the blog. That works too. I am thinking about, I just I might have said already. Anyway, I'll do a Discord um, instance. I'll make a Discord group. If I get enough listeners or interest and we want to have a little community thing going on, uh, I can get a Discord going. We can go there and we can hang out. We can post things and converse. We'll do some live chats together or something or another. Uh, but that all depends on you characters who, if you if you have made this far, then you've got to be, you got to be with me. Got to be one of my boys, homeboys or homegirls. If you if you have made it to this 50-minute mark right now, we got to be goombas because, you know, it's a lot listening to some dude for 50 minutes. So just consider yourself a goomba. If you may, if you are listening to this spot right now, in this fifty-minute mark, you are in the club. You've got your first badge. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, so did I know that you made it this far? Hit me up on Twitter to say that you made it to the fifty-minute mark, and you will get. A badge of some sort. You got the first badge in our little club. Oh, I like this. The badge system. Yay. Gamify. Has anybody else gamified podcast? I'm the first. I'm, I'm the first. I'm the gamifying podcasting. You made it to this level. You made it to this point in the podcast. You're getting your first badge. Marking you as a Member of the community, because you gotta be a, the Goomba badge you're gonna get, and maybe you get a second badge. Just yeah, no, you won't get a second badge. I'll come up with some other criteria for the next, the next badge. But you gotta let me know. Don't be lazy. Let me know if you made it. 
to the 50 minute mark, tweet me, man, at Soul Cruiser, or message me on Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever. Email me, I don't care. Just let me know if you made it this far so I know who's in the Goomba crowd and who ain't in the Goomba crowd. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Goomba crowd. Goomba, Goomba. That's a term. I used to love that. The Goomba. Who's your Goomba? You know, I say there's like two kinds of friends. A friend that will help you move furniture and a friend who will help you move a dead body. Hmm. Now, do you have, what kind of levels of friendship do you have? If you made it to minute 52, you, you're verging on the kind of friend that uh, might help me move a body because brutal, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely brutal. So what can you expect on these stream of consciousness? Um, as I said, I'll get the outline going and it'll, it's going to be observational. Um, stuff coming out of things that I've written probably. Um, things that are happening in the news or, or that's very topical in that sense. Um, I'll probably definitely share stuff I'm reading, seeing, uh, apps I'm using, productivity apps, or things like Swellcast, which check out, definitely join me there. Um, speaking of apps, one I'm trialing right now is Good Task. I don't know if you can, make, here you go, give you a little taste of it all. <laughs> Good task, been trialing out. I didn't even know where I came across it, but um, it looks like a version of things. Um, and I'm liking it. I like the way, so it's got that, the uh, get things done kind of methodology, as in you got your inbox. Um, I like how it's got, some pre-made lists like high priority lists or today lists, things that they overdo, stuff coming up within three days. Um, you got like a later hashtag. I guess you can throw things to do it later. Then you got your schedule, five scheduled tasks. And there's that concept, you know, just pick your top five things that you got to get done in that day to make it a successful day. So it's got that. Um, this goes across all your devices. And they're not trying to kill you with, getting a subscription. I'm just on the trial right now, but if I do like it and it's going to fit in the workflow, it's a one-time price of uh, £9.99, which isn't that bad Consider everything is going subscription and want you to be paying for the rest of your life. So I like it when they come across an app that you can just, if you like it, I can just buy it once and be done with it um, what do you think about this I mean I just hit I just hit follow Deborah uh, Pardes Pardes anyway she's some kind of host connected with the Swellcast app 
like a host or something or another, or a, you know, a community builder within it. But I followed her on there. Then I, because she's on Twitter, and I spent all my time on Twitter, I, I followed her on Twitter. And I see her on Instagram, and I use Instagram a lot, but then I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm a stalker because if I just go and connect with her on all the places, it's like, oh, yeah, he went to my Twitter first. He did swell. Then he went to my Twitter. Then he followed me on Instagram. <laughs> well, but but isn't that what you, but that's why people, well, I'm assuming they, but like she's got her Facebook, she's got LinkedIn, Twitter, SoundCloud, Medium, and YouTube. But I'm assuming if you put these on, your website that you want people to go check them out. And of course, I'm going to check them out. I use a platform. Um, then, you know, chances are I'm going to, there I go, I'm subscribing now. Shoes worth sharing. I'm subscribing to our YouTube channel, although maybe not unsubscribed. Just talking about shoes. Um, but I, I just imagine this scenario that she's getting all these notification dings. Some dude named Soul Cruisers just followed you on Swellcast, then he's followed you on Instagram, then he's followed you on Twitter, then he's followed you on Facebook, then he's followed you on LinkedIn. You know, I think I'd be getting a bit worried if I'm seeing all these notifications with some dude named Soul Cruiser connecting to all my stuff. But then I guess if you didn't want it, people to connect up to you why would you put you wouldn't put it on your website would you yeah what do you think <laughs> it's got to be right yeah okay all right well i think i'm gonna draw a line in the sand on this episode as i said i'm endeavoring to do this once a week I'm guessing that I might do it and get it out on a get it out on a Wednesday maybe because I've got the Wisdom Experience podcast coming out on Tuesdays and I will record them and edit them I think we record them on Wednesday then edit it and it goes out on a Tuesday um so, yeah, maybe I'm doing this on a Wednesday, like now. I didn't get it edited and get it out to you on a Thursday, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. It'll get out when it gets out. So just follow me on Twitter and subscribe to the Flipping Podcast and know that it'll come out once a week. How about that? How about how about we make the commitment um, that I get it out at least once a week? It may be on it might not necessarily be on the same day every flipping week. But, you know, if we connect up, if you again, if you're here listening to this part of this podcast, we've got to be Goombas. So you shouldn't mind being connected with me on Twitter and in other places if you're here listening to this now um, at this part, <laughs> this far into this podcast. Um, It'll get out to you. Get That's my commitment. My commitment is to do, publish one episode 
a week, probably coming out Wednesday, Thursday. So it made it, it gets recorded on Wednesday. Then I get it out to you on Thursday. Now, if we switch to live, of course, then I could do it live on the Wednesday. And then you can have the pleasure of listening to it live and dialoguing with me. And then that's, that's it. And you're done. And then I can shoot it out as a podcast for those who can't be at the live one. But that we'll, we'll see where we go with that. And because I do want to get this live um, radio show going over on Mixed Cloud, which will be on a Thursday um, for a couple of hours, 8 to 10. But I still got to get, I got to still got to get this uh, OBS thing working, which I don't know if my computer can handle it because it gets kind of crazy if I turn on the video. Um, but it's no fun necessarily without the video. But anyway, I'll figure that out. Don't need to check that out. But yeah, that'll be Thursdays, 8 to 10. May give it a trial tomorrow um, and see how it goes before I push it out to the world to say, hey, yes. It's Radio Rock, Radio Works Rocks, coming to you live every Thursday evening on Mixcloud. That's the commitment anyway. Um, And we'll see where this one goes. I like this idea of, what's the word I was looking for? Stream of consciousness, that's the word. Um, And rifting on the things I'm seeing reading, listening to, doing out there in the world, in the real life world, and also cyberspace. And also, well, for any commentary or things that you guys write and or post and or any of that. Okay? So hit me up. Again, let me know if you made it this far into the podcast. Hit me up on Twitter so you can get your first merit badge. And I mean it. Come on. Because we made this far, you're definitely a Goomba. So you're getting the Goomba badge. Okay? All right. Peace out, Clay. And it's so dark in here. I can't I can't see the stop button, man. I might end up hitting the um don't want to hit, where's, oh, I need some line. I don't want to hit, like, erase. <laughs> so I'm trying to find a flipping, oh, I got my phone now. Just turned on the f- flashlight on the phone to find a stop button on this thing so that I don't somehow hit delete and all of that's gone. <laughs> anyway, that's me. I'm out, man. Gone. Peace.